0: From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit alivepodcastnetwork.com coming soon to iOS and Android. I remember when I first started my business, uh, very vividly, uh, this guy told me, I won't call his name out, this guy told me, "Oh, you're you're just in this business. It it, it will never it will never come out to something. Mount to nothing. You're not gonna succeed. You're not gonna go far. This will just this will just this will just fizzle out." Like he didn't believe that I would I would my business would grow and be what it is today. Um, and and that person would follow me because they see all the things going on, right? But my point is, I relate to Tom Brady so much because I am an underdog, and maybe some of you listening are underdogs. <laughs> I searched all over the world, struggling to find it Then I met my boy, David E. Simons yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it Then I met my boy, David E. Simon. And welcome to another episode of How I Discover My Gift with your boy, David D. Simons, the Aku Share. You're listening to the only podcast dedicated to helping you discover, develop, and distribute your gifts to the world. I am so thrilled to share with you today's episode about Tom Brady and how he stayed game ready and became the greatest of all time. Today, we're going to highlight a profile of a person who I think no, needs no introduction. Uh, though we're not interviewing him on the show, we're highlighting him. Someday, hope to interview him. But we're going to go over some things that have given Tom Brady the winning edge. And when it comes to gift discovery, a lot of times there are the obvious gifts, there are the obvious things, but people overlook some of those other things that will help you get into that desired goal, that desired state. And so uh, without further ado, I'm going to go over a few things about Tom Brady. We're going to dissect his journey and extract some wisdom from one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and one of my favorite athletes of all time as well. So in the 2000 NFL draft, they drafted, there was a bunch of quarterbacks in there. And unfortunately, Tom Brady would who is now considered the greatest quarterback of all time he'd be available he wasn't the highest rated he didn't have he, he didn't have the speed of other quarterbacks or other athletes he wasn't the best athlete he didn't have the numbers he certainly didn't have the mechanic, the best mechanics and he didn't have the strongest arm and sadly he wasn't selected until 199th pick the 199th pick and he went in the sixth round. Tom Brady was determined from very, very young, you know, to become a successful professional uh, football player. Since he was in his childhood, he started off idolizing uh, Joe Montana. His dad would take him to games and they would see the you know, 49ers. He grew up in California, San Mateo uh, to be exact. And after graduating from, uh, getting into University of Michigan in 1999, he dreamed of playing in the NFL. And but he struggled. He struggled through college and and was never the first guy chosen, believe it or not. So even even in his um freshman year uh of 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 college, he was a backup QB. Um uh, and the team uh before then had gone 0 and 8. So even at Michigan, the University of Michigan, there were 7 guys ahead of him. He was always looked at as the least likely from his whole career I'm talking about from a young age he was never the most touted he was never the most um, you know obvious talent to pick and a lot of people sometimes overlook you and they don't think that you're capable of doing something or becoming something And especially when you have gifts or talents or abilities and you have the mindset, yet others don't see it. And you've got to still believe in your ability to perform. So sophomore year, he's starting to gain some traction. And then junior year, he eventually started every game, right? So now he's starting. But guess what? In the senior year, this other player named Drew Henson came in and he took over and um, in in like they would share, share time. The, the coaches didn't even know because Brady didn't have the obvious talent and athleticism that Drew Henson had. Yet they went back and forth and put Drew in, and then you know we, we actually we put Tom in, and then they put Drew Henson in, and then Drew Henson would stink it up, so they'd put uh, Tom Brady back in, and he'd get them out of a hole, and then eventually he ended up separating himself from Henson. Um, and they gave him the name. This is when in college, he he started being known as the comeback kid in his fifth year playing. Okay. So now he's now graduated from, um, you know, he's, he's now finished with college and he's waiting to be selected. And he, he wasn't very touted again in, 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 um, getting recruited out of, out of college. In fact, he got one phone call from the NFL, one phone call. And it's got to be hurtful, right? When this is your dream, you're showing everybody what you can do. Nobody sees your potential, but pretty much your, those in your close circle and yourself. Uh, and I find myself, I think the reason why I admire Tom Brady is I, I relate to Tom Brady so much. And, and what I want us to learn from his life and his example is that he stayed game ready? So I'm going to go over his 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 mentality in a moment here. Um, but I want you to understand that this kid—I'm calling him a kid—he's older than me. But in that time frame, that the, the, he was a kid, but he was mature. He, you know, I want you to understand the stats here. He ran a five-two. That's very slow. Um, first of all, um, he was one of the slowest cute, cute quarterbacks in the year that he was drafted, um, he didn't throw the ball very, very well. He's not, he didn't have a a arm, you know, or what they like to call a cannon, uh, someone that can throw the ball very far. His coaches didn't even think he was that great. Okay. So you got a lot of things going against you. He, he, he was at a 576. He had, he was 576 in vertical jumping. Like this is not looking well for him. Right, so what ends up happening was the Patriots drafted um, uh, Drew Bledsoe. Right, they took Drew Bledsoe, and um, they they spent all this money to to get Drew, Drew Bledsoe, and eventually they uh, got to Tom Brady, sixth round. And I, as I watched the interview about it, they were like, mm, "This kid is still we don't know because he's." He was playing with another, you know, the coaches didn't know if he was good enough. So they had him here and Drew Henson, they had him here um, they, that, that was telling them, like, mm, maybe we shouldn't use him. So that's kind of the, the reason why he got overlooked as well, even though he had some great games, he even won the Orange Bowl um, in, in his fifth year. But what made this whole dynamic interesting is that they just took him on a whim. They, they the Patriots didn't even really know what they were getting, so sixth round, 199th pick, they take him. Uh, he comes in. Of course, he's not he's not the first choice. There's a bunch of people he has to beat out. I believe he was the fifth string quarterback, um, and he just kept having the mindset. I, I read somewhere that he said. Uh, if I I'm gonna be the starting quarterback. And he was telling friends at a wedding, I'm gonna be the starting quarterback. And they're like, okay, wow, over Drew Breeze, uh, Drew Bledsoe, you're, you're gonna be the starting quarterback. And nobody really believed them, right? And and he believed this all along. And he said to himself, when I get the starting position, Drew Bledsoe is not getting his job back. That's the kind of mindset he had. So eventually, um he he made that position happen. Drew Bledsoe got injured, injured and uh, Tom Brady filled in. And he did really well that year. And, uh, they, you know, he really did well. And then the next year went to the Super Bowl and the next year after that. So he won a couple of Super Bowls, um, you know, through his journey. But what I want to uh, highlight and and underscore about, about Tom Brady is he... He really went far above. This meant this mindset that he has today, I believe, came from being rejected and being overlooked and and seen as an under underdog. And and you know what's crazy? He still sees himself as an underdog today after seven Super Bowl titles. So I, I want I want you to understand the the level uh, of his mindset um, when it comes to preparation. Okay. He really sets the bar on another level compared to most people. And I think this is what separates him and helps him to be game ready as I'm, I'm talking about. So check this, check this, this, uh, uh, story out from Jerry Skulpinski, uh, who was one of his, uh, former uh, assistant, uh, quarterback coaches at the Patriots. Uh, he said, he said, this is what Skoposi said. He said, he sets the bar really high. If you're going to have a meeting with him or present something to him, you're going to have to be prepared because he's going to have a lot of questions for you. And it's because he's done his homework already and he's seen a lot of the film. So he might ask you about a specific look or something along those lines. He's just a tireless worker. And who knows a lot about the ability of the posing defense all the time, in addition to his to to their offense so this is Jerry Skopolsky um breaking down the fact that Tom knows maybe as much or more than his coaches he studies the game he studies what he needs to do what his opponents need to do or what his opponents are doing and he's always been that way. He's always had to study harder because he didn't have the most athletic ability. He can't rely on that like other athletes could. He didn't have uh, the physical strength, the arm strength. And so he's really like a David and Goliath. When you think about it, he, he's not supposed to beat Goliath ever, but he continues to defeat Goliaths uh, because he understands where he's weak and then he knows where he can be strong. And that's what made makes Tom Brady one of the greatest of all time. I want, you to, I want you to hear another story about Brady's preparation, because this is what we can take from him to be game ready. Uh, Rodney Harrison, a, a, pa- a Patriot sa- safety that he wor- that he was on the team with from 2003 to 2008, <clears throat> this is what uh, this is a story I, I, I admire and uh, can learn from. He says, this, this was when I first got to New England, we had become friends, and we were in the weight room. I show up around 6.30 in the morning and he says to me, good afternoon. So the next day I get the hint and come in 15 minutes earlier, same thing. He says, good afternoon. Then the next day it's 5.45 in the morning and he makes sure to say it twice. Good afternoon, good afternoon. So I make it at 5.30 the next day and before he could say anything to me, I looked at him and said, man, I don't give a dang what you say. Tom, I'm not coming in earlier than five thirty. And he said we both laughed at that. Think about that. Here here someone is that uh, you know, is at this time was already won multiple Super Bowls and he's still coming in early to work. He's still coming in early to 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 prepare to prepare for the game and prepare for uh his team and, and being a model and an example. And he's saying good afternoon jokingly, but he's not gonna let you um, outwork him, even if you're on his team. And you know this is the same mindset that Jordan had, uh, same mindset the late Kobe Bryant had. They, they will, you will not outwork them. And I think that's what the difference is between good and great. They're willing to do the extra mile that most people won't do. And if you haven't listened to the first episode where I really highlight Kobe Bryant's greatness, please check that out as well. So let me go again deeper into Tom Brady's preparation. Brady is often the first player in the room to prepare for meetings. He's also preparing for meetings hours in advance, sometimes months in advance. Um, He he starts studying opponents a week after the previous season ends. I don't think you understood, understood what I said. He starts studying for his opponents a week after the previous season ends. So imagine this. He just won a Super Bowl, and he's already studying. The next week, he's studying his opponents for the next season. This is what Jimmy Garoppolo, a backup QB to him and the Patriots said, he was shocked when Brady would arrive at meetings in his rookie year and said Brady would be well-versed in the material that they were supposed to be learning that day. He'd come in and already be a day ahead of everybody. Um, He also said that if we were on the third down, he studied the third down yesterday. I start, and and Grappolo said, I, I started picking up some th- some of those things and it really does help you. You walk in the next day and you're prepared, ready to roll. So just little things like that. It doesn't sound like it would be that important, but, after, but being that far ahead of the game, it gives you an edge. So that's part of Brady's edge. He prepares way, way, way in advance. He's, he's strategic. He's a thinker. And it's been told that he can memorize and visualize the play and know what all 21 players are doing at any given moment. He can visualize in the moment what the defense is doing, what the offense is doing, what they should be doing, how they react. He's, they, he's, they say he's, he's like an IBM computer. I believe that's one of his gifts is the memory, right? His ability to remember. And that's 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 his edge in, in, in playing the game. Another thing that uh, was said about him, uh, about when it came to preparation is that in the in, in 2016, after they beat the Steelers in the AFC Championship, Brady stayed up until 1.30 a.m. watching film on the Atlanta Falcons to prepare for the Super Bowl. And we all know what happened in that Super Bowl. If you don't remember, go back and watch highlights. Atlanta was winning the entire game, right? And we, everybody said, oh, it's done. Then Brady and the boys came back and defeated them in one of the most surprising turnarounds in Super Bowl history. So this is what Tom Brady says about study. He says, I think for me, the more I study, the more I watch, the more I understand, the more information I can process, the better it is for me. And, and even in this last Super Bowl for 2021 uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs, he was quoted in saying that his family let him stay at home for about 12 days by himself before the Super Bowl. And said, in that aspect, I love having two weeks that we have, and, and with six days left, it will, it will go really f- quickly. But I'm going to use it to the best that I can and try to physically prepare, <clears throat> spend as much time with my body coach, uh, Alex Guerrero, as possible, as much time studying film as possible, and not waste any energy in being prepared for a long day on Sunday because it's a long day of football. But we've got to give our best this is somebody that's been in the game over 20 years preparing like a rookie that's trying to get drafted or preparing like a person that's trying to get drafted he plays with the same hunger you know he never let up and i think that's the 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 thing sometimes people aren't aren't in game ready so the title of this episode is stay how tom brady stayed game ready I didn't say got game ready just to, to get into the league or got game ready to just win a Super Bowl. He stayed game ready his entire career. And a lot of people aren't game ready. If the if their number gets called, if if the person in front of you uh, gets uh is, is gets injured or or your boss says, you know what, I wanna give you this assignment. Are you ready for your The person ahead of you, their assignment. Are you ready to dominate and take over right now? Are you ready for that? Are you ready for when your competitor um, messes up and you have to go in and handle business for a potential client? Are you game day ready all the time? That's what we have to be, and that's what I learned from his life and and his and the way he lives life. So now, coming back to this last Super Bowl, 2021. Brady brought over his most valuable asset to Tampa Bay and this wasn't his arm or his physical ability. He brought something even more valuable and Chris Godwin said it. He said his teammate, I think the biggest thing that he brought was the mentality of expecting to win over hoping to win. Get that. Expecting to win over hoping to win. He didn't hope. expected. And with his expectation, he had preparation that matches expectation. I think that's a nugget you need to write down. Make sure your preparation matches your expectation. Make sure your preparation matches your expectation. I'll give an example. Um, we're working on a business deal right now, even in my business in my company. And, um, we got approached by a a a fairly large company. I, I can't disclose all that information just yet, but, um, there was an opportunity and they actually said to us, I wasn't sure if you're the right fit for it, but I thought we'd give you a try to see if you'd be interested, uh, in this opportunity. So it's a big opportunity. And what I did was I said, you know what, I'm going to make the investment before, you know, and spend some money to make this investment, to prove to these people that we can do what they're asking for. Um, and I made that investment and I said, we're going to do this. And 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 it wasn't cheap, and and I'm doing this because I have the prep, the expectation, and my preparation to match. So I'm prepared for the opportunity when it came, though I didn't know it was going to come. So I'm not just talking about Brady just to talk about Brady. I'm talking from a Brady perspective because I emulate a lot of the things that he does. I don't do it on the court. I'm not an athlete. Um, or some people think I'm an athlete, but I just never played. But but my point is, I'm a, I'm in the business world, but I'm applying these principles, and and I'm prepared for opportunities that may not seem like they'd be ready for us, right? And I'm just sharing with you that you have to think this way yourself. Okay, so going back again to to 2021, the mindset of expecting to win over hoping to win is what Chris Godwin said that. Tom brady brought back to the team um and 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 here's 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 what's interesting many people said that he should have retired they thought that he had nothing left and he he proved them all wrong obviously he's a super bowl winner but at 43 many people said that bill belichick molded him and he and, and that's his former coach in uh the patriots and and said that he's a system player that he only he can only succeed because of the Patriots system and Bill Belichick's mind and that Tom Brady wasn't really wasn't the secret sauce, right? They were saying that he should have just retired when he was on top. You know, why why go out with a loss, you know? And 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 here's it was interesting. Tom Brady went to a team that was 7 and 9 before him with in a player uh, Jameis Winston who who was the quarterback, starting quarterback for Tampa Bay before Tom Brady got there. And and they asked, you know, people asked the media. The media discredited him again. And what I learned from Brady, just like Jordan and Kobe and all these great athletes, so Serena Williams of the world, um, when you when you come against them and you think, oh, uh, LeBron, I can't forget him too. When you come against them and think, oh, this person can't do it. He, he's, he's washed up. He doesn't he doesn't have anything. This that's what they love. That don't ever do that to an achiever like that. Because here's what's interesting. There's a there's a player. Um, I forget the name of, of who it was, but he was um, I think he was on the the Lions or he was like some safety. Right. And he put his finger in. So Brady wasn't doing really well. And he put his finger in, in Brady's face like Haha, I just caught I caught the play that you tried to do. And Brady was doing terrible. He came back and had the best perfect half later. and he, And they won that game. So every time somebody's come to test Brady, we saw it in the Super Bowl. Um, when any, anybody that tests Brady, he's going to go at you. And literally he would throw to the player, that, uh, the, the, the cornerback or the, or the person, the safety that, that would taunt him or anybody that tries to get in the way. He would prove them wrong. And he says it's not really a chip on his shoulder. It's just that he feels that he has to prove himself all the time. He doesn't even even today is considered as a goat. He still feels like he needs to prove himself. So back to what I was sharing, you know, a lot of the media said that he wouldn't be able to win another Super Bowl uh, uh, and, and that they didn't even have uh, um, a especially great record. He wouldn't gel well with the coach. Max Kellerman and others said, oh, he was done back in 2016. Well, that was wrong. They said that Father Time would get the best of him being uh, of older age. But here's the truth Brady doesn't just, you know, work hard on his mind, he works hard on his body. He's unparalleled in, in his eating and habits as well. He eats foods that are alkalizing and anti inflammatory things that he, he eats a plant-based diet organically with no processed food no alcohol no uh, all, all of those things he eliminates from his his diet to to prepare his body and also he prepares his mind so what's interesting is that there are only six players who've played up to the age 43 as, as quarterbacks and one Hall of Famer and Warren moon nobody has done what Brady has done nobody um, I'm pretty safe to say it'll be very difficult for anybody to, to re- duplicate what he's done. Right. And it's obviously it's not just the coaching staff around him. It's the mindset he's had through all this uh, from from the very beginning. Right. That same mindset. And I believe the same things that made him lose and, and not be recognized are the same things that have made him the great player he is. So I'm sure he's grateful for those things. Um, even this last Super Bowl. You know the the odds were against him. They said you have a new coach, you got a new offensive scheme, you got a new team, you got a you're in a new new conference, Um, and 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 they they still you know and they they weren't doing so well in the beginning part of the season. People were like, oh yeah, this is exactly like we said. Then they go on to become 11-5. They won their last four games. They had to go into the playoffs. They beat Washington. Um, the Washington football team—they beat New Orleans, one of the greatest quarterbacks um, uh, around in the and in the season. Uh, Drew Brees, who, who who retired, think about that—he had to go through Drew Brees, he had to go through Aaron Rodgers, and then he had to go through Patrick Mahomes to end, eventually win. So he didn't go through some um, weak teams; he went through the, some of the best of the best to be able to to be considered the best and win that Super Bowl in 2021 so they beat out all of these people and if you think about it he beat the new era uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes is considered to be the young Tom Brady right the, the man on the way to be uh, if not try to beat what Tom Brady has become right and most people said you know it wouldn't work it wouldn't work well they wouldn't gel well the team wouldn't connect and still he still proved them all wrong and here's what's interesting this is the thing I love about Tom Brady. He still feels he has plenty to prove. He's not done. He's still going at it. He still doesn't think he's very good. And here's what's interesting that, that he wants to get, he said this, he's quoted it, that he wants to get up every day and he wants to earn it every single day. And I said, wow, there's so many parallels. So I want to end with this because if you're, if you're a person right now that you're feeling like, an underdog. You're feeling like everybody's counted you out. Because I felt that way too um, throughout my journey that um, I wasn't expected to um, graduate from um, uh, college, let alone um, make it into college. I, I was told in high school, mostly, most likely to end up in jail, which it did. I was, I was told to become, uh, most people thought I'd become a sanitation engineer. It didn't become that, but, but I was counted out majority of my life i remember when i first started my business uh very vividly uh this guy told me i won't call his name out this guy told me oh you're you're just in this business it it will never it'll never come out to something amount to nothing you're not gonna succeed you're not gonna go far this will just this will just this will just fizzle out like he didn't believe that i would i would my business would grow and be what it is today um and and that person would follow me because they see all the things going on right but my point is I relate to Tom Brady so much because I am an underdog, and maybe some of you listening are underdogs. You've been counted out. People have doubted you. They don't think you're going to amount to much. They don't think you have capabilities, abilities, uh, talents, or strengths, and I'm here to tell you, don't listen to them. Keep doing what you are doing. Keep doing what you know to do. Keep keep pushing. Keep investing in yourself, developing yourself as we talk about on the show. Discover your gift, then develop it, then distribute it to the world, and maximize it. So, uh, I'll leave you with this quote that I have on my wall, which is similar to how Tom Brady has shared with us that he wants to earn it every day. I I have this on my wall and I I look at it every day. It says, Rent due. Success is never owned, only rented, and rent is due every day. Remember that. Success is never owned, only rented, and rent is due every day. Thank you for listening. Uh, Leave us a great review. Let us know if this is impacting you. We appreciate you. Have a good one. I'll see you in the next episode. Uh, Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discovered My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date. And it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it. And I'd love to give that to you as a free gift, as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So, to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.david, the middle initial D, Simons, S I M O N S, dot com, and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode.